Hey, welcome everybody to our union team leadership call. We are at uh, the bottom of the hour, 9.32 to be exact, and it is April 18th. Um, where you guys are at, but I know where I'm at in Michigan, we are getting flooded like crazy right now. It's uh, one of the fun times about springtime. Um, where are you at, Jason? You're in, you're in California, right? You never know where you're at these days. I just got back from Houston, but yeah, with Kelly now. Exactly my point. I never know where you're putting your head down these days. So you're back at home, and it's probably beautifully and sunny there, right? Yeah, it feels like 70. I think there's people out surfing. <laughs> where are you at, Brandy? Texas? Um, I'm in, no, I'm in North California. Okay, so you're you're up there in the beautiful weather, too. Oh, you're in northern, so you're closer yeah. to San Francisco? Well, it's like wine country. It's in between San Francisco and L.A. It's Paso Robles. Okay. So has it been warmer up there, too? Yeah, it's gorgeous up here. It's funny. We're in that time of year right now where we get 10 degrees one day and 70 the next. So that's springtime. Sounds like Texas. <laughs> so welcome, everybody. we got a great call for you guys tonight. Um, we're going to get right to it here in a second. I do want to take one little quick opportunity, and just because I know this was a long, hard-fought road for one of our coaches, Jason, we had a brand-new diamond in our team. Elizabeth Acker hit diamond today, so want to welcome and thank her for the hard work and welcome her to the ranks of Diamond. So good times for her. Um, what we're going to talk about tonight, guys, was something that we I had teased a little bit last week. We had the opportunity to speak with the coaches in the top five right now on the entire network. How does that feel, Brandy, to be in the top five? That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Did you imagine that a year ago? No, no. No, no, not at all. I and was a stay-at-home mom. That's the beautiful thing about it. That's what I think a lot of the people on the call would love to hear, how a stay-at-home mom does that. And I think what you guys are going to find out, getting to know Brandy a little bit, and Jason and I got to know her a little bit, it's not a lot of things that you guys, you know, couldn't do yourselves. And really anxious to hear some of the tips. Jason, I'm going to kind of turn it over to you and inter- introduce Brandy a little bit, and let's go. Yeah, I don't want to play around and give her more time to talk. Um, So I talked with Brandy earlier today about all of her accomplishments and just want to highlight some of those so everybody knows the capacity that we have on the line right now. She uh, became a coach just uh, last year in February, so that's only one year and three months. Um, She went diamond in 28 days, so less than a month to get to diamond, two-star in just four and a half months. And what she said was one of the reasons she went to two-star is she wanted to get to that leadership retreat. So remember to encourage that in your team because people will emulate some of those trips. Um, she was Success Club 5 all last year, and she totaled 202 Success Club points. So that's phenomenal. She said her first month in the business, she was 16th on the leaderboard, and then she's been on the leaderboard ever since. So it's like a great way for her to measure and then keep on track. Um, she was number 12 in the company at the end of all the results last year in terms of uh, success club points and elite points. And like Jeff said, she's number five in the company right now for those same points. Um, Her current status is four-star qualify, and she's on the verge next week. She says she's going to seven-star qualify, so some amazing rank advancements in such a short period of time. Also an elite coach, so elite for 2013. And not to mention, I mean, she's, like she said, a stay-at-home mom doing all that. So she's married to a professional baseball player, which is awesome. Two kids at home, and and again, in just this little amount of time, one year and three months, 
she's had the ability to accomplish all these other things, you know, on top of being a, a wife and mom too. So, Brandy, if you can share some of our tips with us. I know we've got several people online that would like to hear um, what you've done for your success. Yeah, for sure. I mean, thanks so much, guys, for having me on the line. I mean, hearing all that, what I've done, kind of makes me kind of tired thinking about it. But, I mean, it's really been so, like, surreal this past year. Um, And I'm just going to warn you right now, I'm not a public speaker and I'm not a professional MLM person. I'm just, you know, a stay-at-home mom who who loves helping people. Um, I mean, I just, I really hope that I can recreate the success that, you know, you and uh, Jeff have both had over the last, you know, five and six years. So it's, it's truly an honor to be here. And, you know, thanks for having me. Um, but anyways, uh, tonight I really wanted to share um, a little bit more about me and my stories so that you guys can see, you know, that I'm just a normal person and, you know, where that I come from and, you know, what really drives me in this business. And, and then I really wanted to give you guys some good tips and takeaways um, that you can take back tonight and apply to your business because um, I know that's why, you know, you're taking time out of your, you know, night. Um, so, yeah. I guess uh, Jason told you I started as a coach in February 2012, which is like, you know, 15 months ago, and it's it's been a pretty crazy ride. Um, but I didn't really, like, plan on this being such a huge business um, and definitely not to be, like, on the leaderboards this year. I mean, I had done P90X um, after having my first son, Lincoln, like, two years prior to signing up, and I mean, I had freaking awesome results. I lost, like, 23 pounds in and, and 90 days and dropped from a size, like, 12 to a size 4. Um, and then I ended up marrying my husband, like, short after that, so I got to be all hot for the wedding. Um, but we kind of, like, did things backwards. We had our baby, and then we fell in love, and then we got married. Um, and then right after we got married, um, I got pregnant again. Um, and the whole pregnancy, you know, usually pregnancies are so, you know, joyful and um, so happy. But for me, it was really, really tough. Um, you know, I had started battling some some horrible health issues um, a few months prior um, that I found out I was pregnant, um, like hormone and, and thyroid issues. And, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, there's other ladies on this call right now that have kind of went through the same thing. I mean, you kind of lose yourself after you have your babies, and, and that's kind of what happened to me. Um, so, yeah, the whole pregnancy, I was, you know, in bed and, and tired all the time, and um, I was just, you know, praying for something, and my doctor kept telling me, you know, it would get better and um, that the baby just needed my hormones, and I just, I never really felt better after that. Um, so after I had my son, um, I sucked it up. I'm, you know, very hard-headed, and I started doing P90X again, like six weeks post-C-section. And about two months later, I was, like, fully bounced back. Um, so that was, like, February, you know, the time that I signed up. And, I mean, it really was, you know, a low point in my life. Um, I would, I wish I could say that it was, you know, so joyous and, like, beach body coaching was, like, my destiny. But I was at a really low point, you know, after battling, you know, the terrible fatigue that I did. And um, and then a, a week before I signed up as a coach, my grandmother, who was, like, my life source, you know, my best friend, she passed away um, after battling, you know, rheumatoid arthritis for a while. And, you know, I was just so desperate um, to take my mind off of things. You know, my health was bad. My grandmother just died. 
And so I literally just like, you know, threw myself into this business. I mean, the, the coaching opportunity came out of nowhere. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do that. You know, like when people say, um, when people need love, um, to give love. And so I thought, you know, if I needed health, I needed happiness, then I needed to go out there and give health and give happiness to other people. Um, so that's basically why I started as a coach, just to give you a little background. Um, but, you know, when I signed up, my coach wasn't really that active in the business. I mean, she was, you know, she was active, but she was kind of distracted. She had school and was working on other things. Um, so I really had no one to hold my hand or, you know, walk through this business with me. Um, so I just had to jump in and figure it out for myself, um, which I really think, you know, was better for me in the long run because um, no one is going to build this business for you. I mean, yes, it's so nice to have, you know, an amazing upline. You know, I'm sure you guys have that with Jeff and Jason. They're just incredible. Um, but I didn't, I didn't have that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was my decision to make this work. And that's kind of my first point tonight. I just, um, I wanted to tell you guys to, to don't wait. So write that down. Number one is don't wait. I mean, don't wait until you have it all figured out to jump in and begin rocking this business. I mean, I think so many people get into this and start poking around and think that they have to have everything figured out before making any moves and before starting a challenge group. And I really think it's like the complete opposite. You just have to freaking do it. Just get crazy passionate about, you know, Beachbody and helping people and just what we stand for. Um, I mean, because most of us, this, you know, Beachbody changed our lives and helped us lose weight. Um, and then Shakeology, which is like flipping amazing, you know, it gave me more energy than I had in years. Um, so, you know, take your passion and set yourself on fire and just let your passion and drive close the deals for you. Um, I honestly believe that people don't join my challenge groups and join my team because, um, because I know everything. It's because I'm passionate about what I do and not because I know every single detail or the prices of this or everything about challenge packs. Um, it's because I'm passionate and they want to get involved with me. So be excited because I really think that's going to take you a long way in your business. Um, and this moves on to point number two is, you know, own your business. I'm going to kind of hit you hard here. Um, you need to get rid of your excuses. Um, don't wait for your upline uh, to hold your hand and start rocking this business. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I didn't have an upline coach, you know, to hold my hand through this and to help me build my business. I had to do it, you know, all myself. And, I mean, there's just so many amazing tools, you know, at your disposal right now. You've got the Coach Training Academy. You've got these calls. You've got webinars. Um, there's the Success on Demand tab, which I barely ever use. That's great. Um, and then there's the National Coach Call, which I'm on every Monday. Because that's where, like, the top coaches are. And that's where they bring, you know, their different top tips and their approaches to the business. So, I mean, if you're serious about this, plug into that. Um, so with all that being said, I mean, the best thing that you can do for your business is, to drop your excuses um, and to not uh, think that anybody else is going to run this business for you. Uh, right now, your business is exactly where it's supposed to be. I mean, whatever work you've done up until this point is what you deserve. 
And so it doesn't matter if you've sucked the last six months. I mean, you can wake up tomorrow and decide to go be a freaking 15-star diamond if you wanted to. And that's, like, the beautiful thing. I mean, it doesn't matter about what you did yesterday. It's what you're going to do tomorrow. Um, so go out there and make it happen. Um, number three is um, pretty dear to me. It's inspire from the front. And what I mean by that is, you know, don't wait for people to say yes to join your challenge group or to join your team. I mean, I remember in the beginning, I just, I felt like I was waiting around for people, um, you know, to join my team and to say yes. And really, um, you need to just go out there and keep going for the next person. Because, um, you know, people are, are going to join when they want to join. And everybody has, you know, their perfect timing. And you really can't get wrapped up in what other people are doing. So just realize that, you know, people are going to follow you. So just do your thing and be passionate, and the people that want to be there are going to be there at your side by the end of things. Um, and then tip number four is, you know, be you. And this is pretty big for me. I'm definitely big on branding myself in this business. Um, and, I mean, you are essentially your brand. I mean, um, I don't really think people realize that you are, you know, you're so much more than just a Beachbody coach. I mean, nobody out there has everything to offer that you have to offer. Nobody has the same life experiences that you have to offer. offer. So, I mean, capitalize on that and just be unique. Um, don't be a cookie-cutter Beachbody coach. Bring more of you and what you are about into this business and not um, – just Beachbody 24-7-365. I mean, I'm a mom, and so I bring, you know, my motherhood into the business. And, you know, I love fitness. I'm sure we all do, so bring fitness into it. I mean, figure out what some of your other interests are and other things people can relate to and put that into your business and put that into your social media, more importantly. Um, it doesn't have to be Beachbody all day, every day. Um, show people that you are so much more than just that. Um, so that, that way they can relate to you on different levels. Um, this is especially important, like, when you are a new coach and you're building a solid foundation and you don't have a million followers like, you know, Janelle Summers or, or Lindsay Matway. I mean, your whole mission should be to attract like-minded people. So it's really hard to attract to someone that only eats, sleeps, and breathes Beachbody, you know? So, I mean, that's not really relatable, so definitely put more of you into your business and more pictures of you into your posts. Um, people really want to do business with you and not the products or the sales that are going on. Um, they don't get involved um, with what you have to offer, so remember that. Um, I want you to write down um, these two numbers. Write down 80-20 onto your notes. I mean, this is what I personally use um, for my personal Facebook page. I keep it 80% personal and then 20% business. So 80% of the time I'm talking about my personal life and what I'm personally interested in. And then, you know, some of that's fitness and, you know, because everybody knows I love fitness and then some of that's motivation. And then a lot of that's my family and my kids and I really bring – you know, them into the whole marketing aspect of, of what I do because, you know, that's my life. I mean, my kids are my life. Um, and other mothers relate to that, so that's a good thing. And then 
the other 20% um, of my posts are business. So like team rank advancement, um, the coaching opportunity, your challenge group invites, and that kind of stuff. Um, I really um, don't post a whole lot about business. I mean, I keep it like every other day because um, I really feel like people watch you and they want to know, you know, if you're in this for the money or if you're in this for the long run type thing. And and I really want to help people, so I don't want them to be, you know, taken back from what I post. You know, I, yeah, I know we're all so passionate about Shakeology in our challenge groups, but, I mean, not everybody wants to hear you talk about that 24-7. So just remember that and, um, you know, just take that into consideration whenever you're posting something. And if you have a fitness page, um, I keep my fitness page 80% fitness which is a fitness page, so you can talk about fitness all day long, and then um, 20% business. So I put about, you know, one to two business posts in there per week, usually something about, you know, joining my team, and then a challenge invite post. Um, I really, like my whole mission with my pages is I want people to feel like they can come to my page and interact with me and not just be sold or, like, recruited to my team or they're just, you know, a dollar sign to me or a success club point. Um, I really, like, focus on adding value, like my knowledge and my random crazy thoughts every day. Um, I try to add that into people's lives, you know, because, you know, our lives can be sort of boring sometimes. So if you really put yourself out there, be funny, um, you know, motivate people, help them, I mean, that's when they really get to know you and that's where they get to trust you. Um, and that's where they find out if they really want to work with you. Um, and then they usually always end up messaging me, you know, when it's their time um, and when, or if they see my next challenge group invite because they feel like they've built a relationship with me and that they know me through my posts. Um, so if I can get anything, you know, across through my ramblings tonight is, you know, to put more of you into your business because um, you are your brand. And then um, tip number five is, you know, to share, don't sell. And, you know, what does that mean? It means, you know, don't be that icky self person I was talking about. You know, focus on sharing your story. Um, I put a big focus on sharing, you know, my journey um, and my transformation over the last year. I mean, um, I, I continually work on myself, um, you know, for myself and for my business. And, you know, I also... I have friends that have transformation stories now, so, you know, you can share those as well. But um, I find that, you know, sharing my journey and, and posting my transformation pictures, you know, as I go has been extremely helpful, you know, for my business. You know, like Flex Friday pictures and all that good stuff. I mean, it, it, it's accountability for me, but it also lets people know that I'm doing work. You know, I'm not just talking that I'm a product of the product. And so, I mean, you don't have to have freaking six-pack abs um, to go out there and inspire someone. You know, you just have to be willing to, you know, share your journey and share your struggles and your day-to-day -day life with others. I mean, people, people love that. People love to see other people transform and, and making changes because that's what they want to do. Um, so if they see you doing it, I mean, it makes it so much more possible for them to do as well. I mean, so definitely be relatable in, in many areas of your life. Um, you know, like I said, if you're a mom, then relate to other moms and share funny stories about your kids because um, that's relatable and, and that builds relationships with others. 
um, you know, one of my favorite quotes that I want to share with you guys is there's power in a whisper. I mean, so you don't have to feel like you have to shout, you know, that you're a beach body coach from the rooftops for people to hear you. Because, I mean, they're going to tell. I mean, they're going to be curious. They're going to ask. Um, so, you know, just, just whisper instead of yelling out there. And then um, tip number six is to, you know, continue to grow yourself. Um, I mean, we work so hard on our physical transformations as coaches, and I really feel like if we worked, you know, half as hard on our mental transformations that we would all be 15-star diamond coaches. Um, you know, this is what I tell my coaches, like the first phone call is, you know, the week can't lead the week, people. I mean, you have to be really, really strong in this business because I'm not going to lie, I mean, it's not really rainbows and butterflies all the time. You have to be consistent. You have to deal with people telling you no. You have to deal with, you know, your own self-doubt. And so that's why personal development is, you know, so important and why um, any call you're going to get onto, every national coach call, one of their tips is, you know, do personal development because it is that important. I mean, it's so easy to do and then it's easy not to do. And so just, you know, make it a point to do that. And I wanted to give you guys a couple books that I've read this year just in case, you know, you wanted to know. I started out with um, The First Steps to Wealth by Danny Johnson, and then I moved on to Eat That Frog, and then Slide Edge, which is really, really awesome. Um, and then I just finished Entree Leadership which is a really great book if you're going to be leading a team and which we all want to do. We all want to be successful with this. We all want to have our own teams. And so you really have to work on your leadership skills. Brandy, is that, um, last, is that last book by Dave Ramsey? Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, great, great book. I read that one. Thanks. I just want to be sure that people understand Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, he's really, really great. Um, okay, well, I mean, tip, I was going on to tip number seven. Is that okay, Jeff? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're fine. I just wanted to see if that was Dave, so you're good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, tip number seven is, you know, don't make it all about you. Don't make this whole experience, you know, just about, you know, your ranks and a dollar sign. Um, I mean, build relationships and, you know, truly slow down and care for people. I mean, it really is, you know, so easy to get wrapped up in, in our own agenda you know, like the ranks and, and the money and you want to do this, you want to do that. But at the end of the day, you've got to help other people be successful if you want to be successful. Um, and, I mean, I have those days too, you know, where I just I try to rush things, you know. Like I rush through um, talking to somebody about joining my challenge group or I rush them through joining my team. And every time I rush it and don't figure out what they want out of this, they run away. They don't come back. Um, because it's it's scary, you know. I'm being pushy salesperson, like I was talking about, and so you really got to slow down and and listen to them and and ask more questions and learn what's important to them and figure out their goals. You know, where are they at right now with their fitness, and you know, where do they want to be in the upcoming months? That's definitely the first question to ask before talking about money, before talking about details about the challenge. I figure out what they want, you know, what their goals are. So remember that. Um, and also, you know, you need to understand that you can't make anybody 
you know, see the value in what we have to offer. And we can't make them commit if they're not ready to commit. I mean, everybody really has, like, this perfect timing, and that's something that I really believe in. And, you know, um, you just have to be patient and and keep your door open for those that, you know, that just aren't ready yet. Because I have, like, three coaches right now who signed up in February, which is, like, you know, two months ago. I asked them to be on my team last, like, March. Um, So it's been a full year, and they just now chose to sign up two months ago, and they're all advancing to Diamond this next week um, in less than 60 days, and then two of them are going to be one-star coaches a week later. So, I mean, it's just proof right there. I mean, just because they said no a year ago doesn't mean it's no forever. I mean, now they're ready to do it. It's their timing, and they're making it happen. So, um just don't count anybody out and always keep your, you know, your door open for, you know, the next person. Um, and then tip number eight is, this is my last tip, it's um, to commit to being here in one year. This is what Mindy Winder always tells us, you know, commit to being here in one year because, you know, things aren't going to grow overnight. And, I mean, if I would have stopped when things got hard, 10 months ago, then I wouldn't be number five in the company right now. I mean, I really don't care that I'm number five, but, you know, if I would have quit back when it got tough, then I would have never got to see all these amazing things and help all these amazing people. Um, So, I mean, your workouts and eating clean don't produce results overnight, and, you know, so neither does this business. I mean, just because you go invite people today, and you expand your network doesn't mean tomorrow you're going to make a thousand dollars. So, um, you know, you're always going to have you know those hard times, and that's kind of why you know the personal development comes in. So just you know, commit to being here next year, Summit 2014. You know, commit to being there. You know, buy your ticket um, at this summit to commit to being to the next one because that's what's going to keep you in the game because you know you're going to have to be at that next event. Why not work your ass off, you know, while you're, you know, in it anyway? And that's kind of what, you know, kept me. I I bought my summit ticket uh, for this year at last year's convention. And you better believe that was in my head the entire year. Whenever I thought things were getting tough and that I didn't want to do this, I remembered that I was going to have to be at that next summit. I was already committed to the next leadership trip. So I just kept, kept plugging away and kept rocking in. So that's what you guys should do too, just. Just commit to being here in a year. That's about that's about all I got, Jeff. So back to you guys. That's Hello? awesome, Jason. You out there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just had to hit mute, unmute. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, Sorry, I'm a little so. <laughs> oh no no, it's great. We didn't want to interrupt you. Just that one clarification. Um, did you have really? I mean, the one question I was going to ask was the 80-20 rule, you know, because you had told us that uh, out there at Disney, and I think that's such a great point to come across, um, but you totally Uh touched upon that. Um, The one question I had was, you know, how you found your coach. How I found my coach? Yeah. Oh, the one that sponsored me? Yeah. Oh, she was my sister's best friend. (laughs) Great. At the time. Like a personal relationship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Yeah, she was working out with my sister. They were doing Les Mills Pump, and they invited me over to do that workout, and I tried Les Mills Pump, which I loved. I had already done it in the gym before, and 
I got to try Shakeology and like literally I like licked the cup clean because it was so good. And then I just I committed every cent. Yeah, awesome. I think that goes to prove that, you know, really we just should work our, our own social networks and do through doing that it might be a sister's friend or a brother's uncle or something and yeah. you know, those are the people that are closest to you and easiest to convince. Um oh, yeah. I have to admit I was shocked. <laughs> I have to admit that I was stalking Facebook to try to learn more about you today um, just while you're speaking. And I saw a picture, um, and you said it was your push to Diamond Group, but it looked like you were editing the, uh, the, the, the daily tracker, right? So do you use that um, business activity tracker, and do you recommend it? Um, I'm guilty. I, I do use it some, but I'm not really that loyal to it. It was probably the leader roadmap you were looking at because that's what I used for my Push to Diamond group. I had everybody um, fill out the leader roadmap um, just to, you know, put their goals out there on paper, I mean, and commit to them. So, yeah, I'm exactly. guilty. I don't really do I, – I actually created my own business activity tracker uh, because it's just more simple for me. I feel like the one that we have is a little bit complicated. So, sorry, Carl Deichler. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. What we're interested in is what, what's working for you. So, you use yeah. the leadership roadmap and it works pretty well for y'all? Yeah, it really does. I mean, I was, it took me a while um, to agree to use it. But once I started using it at the beginning of this year, it's really helped me. I think it just, it helps me see where my coaches want to go, what they want out of this. Because um, not everybody wants the same thing. Not everybody wants to be um, a 15-star diamond coach. And so you really got to look in there and see what they want and out of their own business. Awesome. I, I only had one last, it's kind of more of a personal question. Um, I know that every year when the year starts over, it's kind of, it feels like a relief because it's an even playing field again, you know, like uh, – if you weren't on the leaderboard last year, you know, you have a chance to start from zero all over again. So I was just wondering what your feelings were like last year, you know, that you did so well, and then this year you had an opportunity to start with an even slate. How did that feel? You know, I was pretty scared, honestly, because I, I really thought, like, the whole last year was like a fluke. Like, maybe they just let me slip under the board and I was number 16 for no reason, you know? And so I was like, well, you know, am I going to be able to do it again? Am I really a legit leader? Am I really a legit coach? And it was, like, amazing to see my name on the board, you know, in January or February, um, whenever the new, you know, leaderboard came out. So, yeah, I was kind of scared because I just wanted to see if I was really, you know, a leader. Well, that's awesome, I think prove so far that you are and uh it's good to know that yeah. you know even the people that are in the top 10 are still scared to get out there and what they're capable of and you've just proven you know you're capable of so much so i think that encourages everybody jeff yeah as brandy you know i preach with my team or my ps coaches and a lot of the coaches i i talk to on a weekly basis you know one of the things i'm very big on i wanted to see if if you've done something similar is having, you know, a daily task list. One of the things I'm big at doing is the night mm -hmm. before I go to bed, you know, I'm writing down three, five things that I want to accomplish the next day. They're not maybe always all beach body, you know. Yeah. It might be to do with my fitness, but it's just things to help me stay focused on my goals, you know. Do you employ or do you um, use 
some type of motivation like that to keep you focused on staying in the top five? Because obviously something's working for you. Are you task-oriented, meaning these are the things I want yeah. to talk Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm a downline of Mindy Winder, and you know that she breaks everything down <laughs> yeah. into, you know, tasks. And that's kind of what I use. That's kind of how I created my business activity tracker that I created. It was, you know, the things that I did that created value um, for my personal business. Um, I mean, I am more than happy to share that with you guys, and you can share that with your teams, but... I mean, Mindy is the the creator, basically, of that. I mean, she's the one that taught me basically everything that I know because I didn't have that, you know, that personally sponsored coach that helped me. So I just, you know, looked up at Mindy, and, of course, she's such an amazing person to look up to. Um, As you know, you know, you're best friends with her. (laughs) She's a great person. I would agree. She's one of my my favorites in this whole company. But I I was just curious if, you know, you were, task-oriented, because I'm just a big fan of seeing, you know, if you don't have some type of roadmap for yourself, not to, to, to use that terminology loosely, but you don't really, you're kind of floating in the wind out there, and I see so many coasts who struggle to to get started, and I always tell them, if you want to get started, get started, which means you need to have some things you need to focus on, otherwise there's, uh-huh. there's nothing going to happen. So. Yeah, and that's, that's something that I give my coaches early on. They have their daily activity sheet. Everything that I want them to do that I think has produced results for me, that's what I send to them. And, I mean, I can share that on the event page if you want me to. I don't have it up right now, so I can't go through it. But, I mean, a lot of it's just simple stuff, like expanding your network. You know, I add, you know, three to five new people every day on Facebook. I don't know them, but I just go and add them because I know that that's going to help me to expand my business you know whenever I invite everybody that I can invite from my warm market I need more people to reach that next month and I'm all about social media I don't do the face-to-face stuff because I'm a stay-at-home mom (laughs) I've got kids here and so this is what works you know for me is the social media aspect but yes I totally um, agree like you know writing down a list of things you know activities that produce results um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just like you, definitely task oriented, ADD, ADD, you know, I have to, I have to stay on track somehow. So I have to check something off to feel like I accomplished it. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm definitely yeah. DD and that D doesn't always mean Disney. It could be other things as well. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to others to hear that it's powerful to hear somebody in the top five doing some of the things that, that, that we preach here is just stay task-oriented. you got a few minutes for some, if we open it up for some questions, Brandy? Yeah, for sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up the lines here. Um, before I do that, I just wanted to remind everybody, uh, before I unmute the lines, if you could self-mute yourself, that will reduce a lot of the, the noise that we have in the background. If you're not sure how to do that, I believe it's star six. Um, but go ahead and self-mute yourself now, and then if you have a question, unmute yourself, just because we have quite a few people on the line. Make sure that make sure that everybody hears a question. So here we go. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, I wanted to see if maybe Mindy had anything, or if she's on the line, if she had anything she wanted to ask kind of before we opened it. So maybe if Mindy's out there, speak up. Not seeing Mindy on, on the board, but if you are Mindy, you got anything out there? Okay, I'm not I'm not seeing her number on there, Jason. So, 
Jeffrey, I have a question I think I speak for a lot of us. We all want to see business trackers. Is there any way that you can put your business tracker up for all of us to see? Yeah, I was just going to mention that uh, we'll have her post that on the event page. She just offered to do that, Christy. So, yeah, if you don't mind doing that, Brenda, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's great. And if she posts on the business page, I can put it on uh, Coach Tools under um, Business Activity Tracker. I've got a couple different versions on there, so that gives us a way to distribute if you want. Um, I have one more quick question. Brandy, you did an amazing job. You're awesome. Um, I wanted to, this is Christy. I, for some reason I can't really hear. I don't know if everybody's got off mute, but um, I wanted to ask you, you said you ask five people a day to be to be your friends on Facebook, people that you don't know. Um, have you ever been sent to like the Facebook jail or worried about, I mean, because if they don't know you, are they acquaintances of people, of people that you know, or are they just complete strangers? Yeah, I basically like go to some of my close friends' pages and I look Conference at their friends' muted. list. Can you hear me? Yep. Go ahead. I just muted the okay, lines while you're giving me. I lost you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I basically go to like my friends' pages and go to their uh, friends list, and then at top it says like people you may know, and then I'll scroll through those names, and usually it'll say like 56 mutual friends, 100 mutual friends. I'll add like three to five people right there. So that's like. I do that every day. Um, and then, I mean, yes, I've been in Facebook jail, but that usually happens when you're adding people um, that you have no mutual friends with, and Facebook notices that. So, like, I've, I've had that happen to me. I tried to friend request some people off my like page, my fitness page, um, and they threw me in jail for, like, 14 days. Um, but, yeah, just go to people that you know. Um, like fellow fitness people, people that would have, you know, really good friends to, you know, to be involved in your business or whatever. It's funny. I've always joked about it with my team, Brandy, and you'll relate to this, that you're not working your business hard enough until you've been put on parole or put in jail by Facebook at least once. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had it a few times. I got up to like 30 days. It's not fun. <laughs> Oh, you know, and sometimes they, they, they back those things up right from one to the other if you within a few days it gets longer, so <clears throat> yep. Okay, I'm gonna unmute the lines again. Right. And then what Brandy says about only adding a few people a day, you know, and I've seen formulas for that if you're adding two people that you know and you know, one one person that you're not sure of and then two complete strangers, you're basically assuring the ratios that you won't get thrown in a Facebook jail and I think that's why she hasn't experienced that very much. So that's a great tip. Yes, you're so smart. That's awesome. Good. Thanks. Great question, Christy. Are there any other questions out there, guys? I we we have quite a few people on. I have a quick question. Um, this is Ron in Florida. Uh, do you let people come on as coaches if they're not really sure if they want to build a business yet? Maybe that they just want to start out by getting a. a I think the question is, Brandy, are you signing discount coaches at times, maybe with the hopes of them turning into coaches? Um, well, yeah. I mean, Conference I muted. I mean, yeah, I definitely um, still find discount coaches um, because, you know, not everybody can afford the full price first off. And then, yeah, I mean, once they get results, of course they're going to, you know, hopefully tell somebody, you know, their family um, or their close friends. So, yeah, I definitely encourage, you know, getting discount coaches. But 
not making that, you know, your whole business based around that because that's such short-term, you know, success. You definitely want to help people um, to see, you know, transformation so that way um, they go on and have successful coaching careers. So don't go out there, you know, just to, you know, find just discount coaches. Um, but it, it's fine to, you know, to have a few. And if they if they need the discount, then, of course, sign them up <laughs> type thing. Ron, does that help? Is that what he's oh, yeah. asking? I couldn't really hear. Yeah, I'm trying to mute the I'm trying to mute the lines as soon as the questions asked and try to repeat it just yeah, because we get so much people it. sometimes it's hard to hear. That's pretty much what I do. So I just wanted to, you know. Good question, Ron. A lot of my my new coaches, um, they're thinking about the business and they're just they're <laughs> feeling it out, kind of. I can't hear it. It's so choppy. Any other questions, gang? Please uh, remember, too, to self-mute yourself if you guys can. Star six. And if you do have a question, remind yourself that you are on mute, so unmute yourself if you got a question. Hi, Brandy. This is Jamie Gassier. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Um, I have a question. When you're going after coaches, do you is your strategy to go after people that straight away the coach or mostly target people becoming like a client and then which one do you go more for? Um, Jeff, did you hear that? Yep, yep. Her her question was is when you're looking at someone possibly being a coach, do you immediately look at you know the individual as being a coach down the road, or do you bring them along as client first with the hope that they become a coach? Is that the question you had? Yeah, so do you, like, for example, um, you take your strategy to go ask people right away and make them coaches immediately, whether discount or if their um, idea is to become a diamond coach, or do you mostly target people's clients first, bring them into the programs, and then target them as coaches, or is it a mix of both? Um, can you mute it real quick, Jeff? Yep. Conference muted. There you go. Um, I definitely do a little bit of both, um, but I find that most of my, you know, the most successful coaches are customers first and have gone through um, the, my challenge groups and stuff because, I mean, that teaches them how to be a coach. Whenever they're involved with your challenge group, they see what you're doing and they, they realize they love it and that they can recreate the same thing that you did. And so I definitely find that I have more um, success with people that have been through my challenge group. But I also have, you know, people that have never done Beachbody workouts that become coaches right off the bat. And, I mean, it definitely takes more work um, to get them to learn, you know, our business and, and how to be successful. But it's not, you know, a deal breaker. I mean, you just have to get them, you have to really focus and get them involved in a challenge group and have them, like, help you run a challenge group uh, so that way they can understand, you know, what you do as a coach. So, I mean, I, I do both. Um, one's not really, you know, better than the other, but, um, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, whatever works for you. So, Brandy, is the beach body challenge and the challenge groups your main focus? Uh, Would you say one of your main focuses as a coach? I mean, are you really – 
um, loyal to running challenge groups every single month? Would you say the challenge packs, challenge groups is a big part of your business? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been running probably at least two challenges a month since I started. Um, just because that's, you know, that's your moneymaker right there. I mean, that's where you, that's where you help people to change their lives. I mean, I don't really care about the money, but I'm saying that's where, you know, that's where they see change and that's where coaches are born. So I definitely recommend if you haven't done a challenge group, you know, to start doing it. Because once you, once you start, you have those results from that group to be able to, you know, tell the next group and they just keep going. Um, So yeah, definitely challenge groups for me. Well, and I'm sure you've encountered this because I know I have, and I'd love to hear your answer to this, Brandy. What do you what do you tell a coach who comes to you? Because I know Jason and I hear this quite often. But what do you say to a coach who comes to you that says, "Brandy, I just can't find five people to be in a challenge group, but I really want that to be a big part of my business." What do you do with that? Do you try to team them up with other people? What is, you know, your your approach to your coaches who who claim they can't find five people a month? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, honestly, I kind of partner up with them. I say, hey, let's run this challenge group together. I mean, you can bring your one or two people into my challenge group. I run a challenge group every month, basically the same day, you know, the first Monday of every month. Um, So they're more than welcome to come and help me run that challenge group until, you know, they become, until they expand their network and, and could build their own challenge group. So, yeah, I wouldn't just, you know, leave them out to dry, you know, kind of take them under your wing. And and, and it actually helps you because you have somebody else, you know, helping run your challenge group. You don't have to be there 24-7. They're they're there to help, too. I'm really glad to hear you say that, only because that's a lot of the same things I'm telling them. So that's good to hear. Yeah. Okay, gang, the line is unmuted once again. Just wanted to check in and see if there's any more questions. Jeff, I have a question. It's Giovanna. Hi, Giovanna, down in warm Florida. Yes, warm, easy degree, nighttime Florida. Okay, we don't So, um, Brandy, thank you so much for, for doing this because everything that you've been saying I've been writing down, so I appreciate your um, guidance. I do have a question on how you deal with uh, coaches that consistently go inactive and how perhaps you maybe motivate them to get them back into it or, or – do you even have that problem? I don't know. I seem to have that problem a lot. I'm sure other people do too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think we can get Conference around that problem. You know? um, yeah, I definitely have that problem. Um, and that's kind of, you know, what I talked about, like leading from the front. I mean, you don't want to leave those people out to dry. What I usually try to do, because usually if they're going inactive, they're probably not doing their workouts and stuff and so I really try to send like a rally email to get all of my you know inactive coaches the coaches that are frustrated that the business isn't working for them I try to get them back focused on why they got into the business in the first place and that's you know further workouts for their health um, to see their own self transform and so I think that's one of the best ways uh, to get you know inactive coaches back active is to get them active in their health and fitness again. It's usually, you know, the problem that I see. But that was a great question. Great answer. Awesome. Great How, are you doing? How are you doing on time, Brandy? I know you had a hard limit there around 7.15. Well, the kids aren't home yet, so. Okay. They're, well, they're if you need to go, Brandy, let us know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gonna... It's whatever, until they walk in the door. Giovanna, does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Thank you, Rich. 
What were you saying, Jason? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, that's cool. I mean, just uh, let's respect that when her kids yep. get home to let her go, but until then, if she can stay, that's awesome. Yeah, you let us know, Brandy. Um, okay. We usually don't have this many questions, but this is awesome. So, is there any other questions, gang? Brandy? Yes? It's, it's Annie. Um, I have a question. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I was going to tell you thank you for everything first. But whenever you run challenges, do you, when you send the, the invite, at that point, how soon do you send the link and your information? Do you have, you know, you've spent a lot of time with them, or do you, I mean, how do you lead them into the challenge? And, you know, where where do you get the most success, I guess, is my question. Conference, conference, really, really muted. Question. Um, you know, that's a really good question. Um, I've got that, I've, I get asked that all the time, and I kind of created my own five-step challenge invite, you know, like Tommy Migrant challenge invite process. I just created my own one because I'm, I'm different. I mean, I don't usually send a lot of the Beachbody videos and stuff like that. I mean, when somebody comes to me interested in my challenge group, before and get and get details about the challenge, I'm asking them, you know, what do they want out of this? I mean, where are they at right now with their fitness and where do they want to be in the upcoming months? Because I want to, like, instill value um, into this process. I want them to know that that's the whole reason why I'm here, you know, why I'm talking to them is to figure out more about them. And then they usually tell me, um, you know, more about what's going on with them and then, I go back and I help them find a workout program. I really don't allow people to go pick out their own workout program. I don't send them to my website to go browse the workout programs. I look at their goals and I see what I think that they need to be doing. I mean, if they need to tone up, then they, maybe they need to do, you know, Pump and Shailene Extreme or P90X. Um, so I actually help them pick the workout program. I'll give them like two to three ideas of which programs I think would be best for them and their goals, um, and then I send them the videos so they can watch them, and then I tell them, hey, you know, let me know which video jumped out at you, because I want them to find, like, you know, like Shailene Johnson talks about their soulmate workout, and so, you know, they'll usually tell me, hey, this video popped out at me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be so great for you. I mean, that's kind of how I run things, and then things progress from there. But I'd be more than happy to share that, um, you know, my challenge invite process with you guys if you want me to post it, Jeff. That would be awesome, Brandy. And just yeah. to be um, clear, what I, what I really heard you say there was you're taking a more personal approach to those conversations with the people. You're really taking the time to find out what they want, what they need, more importantly, what they need from this. And once yeah. you develop that trust and that rapport, am I correct in saying that it just flows a lot better for you to get them, you know, into a challenge pack? Yeah, it really does. I mean, because they really feel like you're you're taking care of them. I mean, you really are caring for them. You aren't just sending them a link. Like, I will not send a link until it's like, you know, they're begging me to get the link, you know, basically. So that's just kind of how I do things, and, I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's worked for me pretty well, and I think, you know, my team's seen success. I just sent out my challenge invite process probably a couple weeks ago, and already, like, all the new coaches are, 
you know, getting so many people committing to their challenge groups just because they took a different approach to things, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, I, I love that idea um, of, you know, modifying the challenge in my process. And it would be, I think it's great if she could share that. I'm sure there's a lot of good things to get from that. But I think one of the things that Mark Briggs cautioned us of, and I know Tommy would say the same thing, is that when you when you get that, um, you know, the value that you add is changing it in your own words. So I'm sure as great as her structure is, if I said what Brandy is, they'd be like, well, Jason sounds like a, you know, a girl in Northern yeah. California. You know? So try yeah. to change it at least a little bit to reflect who you are. And yeah, really what yeah, I throughout definitely. This call, yeah, really what I hear throughout this call is Brandy's doing great because she's providing all these extra services and she's helping picking out the program and she's connecting with the people better and better and better. And through doing that, that was 200 points last year, and, you know, God knows how many points this year. I mean, she just passed Wayne Wyatt on the top coach list. So she's doing great, but that's because she's connecting at a deep level. Yep. Personalize, personalize, personalize. You know, any structure, and we're very grateful, Brandy, that you're willing to share that. But, guys, I agree with Jason. Take that and add your own personal touch to it. So... You still good on time, Brandy? Yeah, no kids here yet. <laughs> I'm beginning to worry. <laughs> good Uh-oh. deal. Guys, are there any other questions out there? And for the ones who just asked that, I hope that helped. I have a quick yes. question. Um, I have a young coach who's on the line. She's only 19 and wants to know what advice you would give to someone as young as her starting out. Um, I mean, she has a really great advantage, I mean, because she has that whole new generation coming up. So I just say, you know, get really, get passionate and just, you know, don't be afraid to get out there and share. But my thing is with my new coaches, just set yourself on fire and go be passionate, you know, be a product of the product, Um, be proof the products work. Um, and just go out there and, and make it happen. I mean, they're really, I mean, definitely get her involved in social media. That's for dang sure. I mean, Facebook, um, Instagram, um, tell her to start, you know, learning how to brand herself there, doing training like that, because that's really going to help her. I mean, she has, you know, such a great opportunity to be so young. I wish that I could reach the, you know, the young ones coming up. But, uh, yeah, just tell her to, you know, start training in those areas, really focusing on, you know, branding herself and social media and being a product of the product and sharing like crazy. Yeah, I think somebody like that would have a, a really, you know, unique advantage because yeah. they're learning social media at a at a pace that, you know, 40-year-old Jason can't, can't know and understand. They're, they've grown up with it. So I think whenever, yeah. you know, whoever we're talking to, is need, they need to identify their – target market and she's probably going to identify more with you know 19 year old girls and you know a little bit younger um women but uh that's a market that you know i'm not going to touch as much so i think everybody can specialize um Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome and i guess one more question i had along the side uh, along those lines brandy is that you keep referring to social media and it sounds like you're excellent with the 80 20 rule and everything but I know as people become successful with this, they, they get the feeling that they can't ever get offline. So I'm wondering, like, about how much time you spend online per day and if you ever get anxious when you can't get to a computer. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm kind of a recovering Facebookaholic now. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely spend a lot of time, but I've, I've learned to pull away. Like, the mornings, you're not going to find me on Facebook. I schedule my posts. In the morning, I don't get to my computer till 10.30, maybe 11 a.m., and then I'll work from – I'll be on Facebook and around my Internet from 11 till 3, and then I work out. And then I go pick up my babies, and then I'm, you know, not plugged in for a couple hours until they go to bed at night. And then I'll get on from, like, you know, 8 till 10 o'clock at night, and then I do my personal development, and then I go to sleep, and then I do it all over again. <laughs> so, But, yes, I definitely feel like, like a lot of my coaches feel that way, too, that they're, like, tied to their computer. But you've really got to set business hours for yourself, or you're going to be a crazy person you know, trying to get back to everybody, you know, set two times a day. Like I'll message people, you know, when I get to my computer at 11 a.m. and then I'll message people before I go to bed. But in between that time, unless I see, you know, one of my top coaches or a customer I've been waiting to hear back from, I'm not going to message them back until the approved message time because it just makes you feel like a crazy person if you're sitting there all day, um, you know, responding to people and, and being there at their beck and call. So just, you know, save yourself some heartache and, and set some time for yourself. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And one of the things I, I hear when she says that is that when you when you tell people what your office hours are and then you hold them to it, you're really training people when you're Conference available. And muted. As soon as they yeah. understand those hours that you are available, they'll respect that and then treat your time with more respect, which I think we all need. So that's great advice. Thank yeah. you so Yeah, and, and same thing with your teams. I don't know if you get a bunch of people texting you all the time, but, I mean, <laughs> I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I, a lot of the times it's simple questions, and I really, I've learned, I learned, I forget which leadership thing that I did, but they taught me to, you know, try to redirect the people to your team page to ask the questions. You know, like emergency, yes, call me, text me, whatever, but, all the simple questions, try to take them to the team page so that way I can feel like a normal human being and not be, you know, connected to my phone all day, every day. God, Brandy, I relate to that so much. And I know the, the some of the leaders on the call, um, you know, Star Diamonds relate to that too. And like you, Brandy, I have a family and, you know, you have to separate family time from your beach body time or all this isn't worth it you don't have the support of your family and it's, yeah. it's so important to find that balance and just really great to hear that that you have to cut it off and you got a, a schedule too i think there's too many people that don't have a schedule like that and it can actually drive them away from work in the business yeah well i mean it, it definitely it looks like you're working all day every day and nobody wants to get in this business and work all day every day <laughs> You know, yep. we're getting into this for freedom and for, you know, to be able to go on vacations with our family and pull away when we need to, not to be, you know, chained to our computer and our cell phones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, another question just came up for me. And guys, we're going to wrap this up because we are at about an hour. Are there any final questions that you guys have been dying to ask? I have a question, Jeffrey. I have another one. Uh, what percentage, Brandy, do you spend with your downline? Um, helping them and then your own business. Good question. Uh, yeah, that's um, muted. Sorry, my son just got home. <laughs> Good time to take the last uh, question. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so how much time do I spend with my downline and then uh, my personally sponsored? Is that what you asked? Basically the balance. She's looking to see how much time do you spend with your coaches helping them build their business versus you building your own building your own business, what would be the percentage that you spend? Is it even? Is it split one way? Oh. Or is it you know, heavily on one side? Well, right now, I mean, the different, the different seasons. Because, like, in the beginning, of course, it was all about, you know, me building my business. But then as time progressed and as you build more team, it's better to, it's you know, it's more efficient to focus on your team because they're the ones that are, are helping find the people that you would have never met in your life. So if you help, you know, them more, because right now I'm definitely not focusing on retail sales. My retail sales aren't that great. Um, I mean, they're okay, but um, not like they used to be because I'm focusing on my team. That's where my effort's going to. So, yeah, I would say percentage-wise, like 70-30 probably. 70% with team right now, 30% on your business? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely, like, my driving factor. We have so many, you know, internships group going. We get, we run one every month, and then I have that push to diamond group. So, I mean, that definitely takes time, um, you know, to work with all those coaches. Yep, yep. And just to be clear, gang, for those of you that, you know, are trying to figure out what do we mean by – working with your team and your own individual business, you know, when we say individual business, shooting for own goals, like shooting for elite, you know, shooting to be top 10 so you can go to Italy next year, that's kind of things that we're talking about with your own personal business. But I agree with Brandy. This business is about team, team volume. That's where your mm-hmm. residual income and stuff really builds. So there is a, a, a good balance that needs to be there. But I, I would tend to say I lean more toward team, team calls and, one-on-ones with my, my coaches and I do my own business, but that's a, that's a blessing, though, to me. Right, and I think, and that's I, think why. Uh, I think if you don't understand that question yet, it's like, what do they mean by spending time on your team? You're not really at the point yet where you're getting a lot of demands from your team, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, as it builds up more and more, you do have to regulate how much you give out and how much time you spend on your old goals. So it might yep. be a more advanced topic. Yeah, yep. and you and you figure out like who you're gonna work with in your downline by who's making an initiative. I mean, you gotta you know set some, you know give them some homework and see who's in it. Um, you know in the long run because you know you'll find that some people don't even care. They won't send the homework back to you, but the ones that do, the ones that are building their business, that's where you put your time into. Yep. If if Great. you wanted to clarify it more. <laughs> no, that's that's. Unfortunately, that's the way it needs to be. You gotta give. You gotta give back to. Yeah, you gotta you, run runners. Yeah, because I'm sure you guys have like thousands and thousands of coaches, and I mean, you possibly you can't talk to all of them. <laughs> Wish we could. Wish we could, and yeah. I don't have quite as many as Jason. But yeah, you have to. I have certain nights. I talk to certain people and certain days and certain people, and I'm sure it's the same with you now, Brandy. Mhm. So. Okay, we're going to let you get back to your family um, if, if and when you have sign post, posting your tracker and your, five, your step process. That would be awesome on that page. Okay. And we'll distribute that throughout the team pages. And really, really appreciate you, you joining us, Brandy, some great information. I know my team page is blowing up with great comments. And actually the event page, you're going to see it when you post those. Um, so thank you so much, Brandy. Anything you want to say, Jason? Well, again, just so grateful for it. And, I mean, we all wish we had 100 Brandy bots on each of our teams. Um, 
and it's so encouraging and neat to see that she's done all this in, uh, you know, less than a year and a half, just 15 months, and that's, you know, being a full-time mom of two children without her husband there the whole time. So, I mean, if she can do it in that amount of time, it means anybody else can. And I know she was a little bit apprehensive and worried about, you know, sounding really professional and doing a great job on the call, but I think if each one of us can get, you know, one message out of those eight tips, that just makes our business that much better. So, so honored and, and, and thankful for having you, um, and I just hope everybody gets a little nugget out of all the gems she gave. Yeah, and, 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 and Brandy, now that the call's over, and you're not so nervous anymore. I'll tell you, we had 183 callers on tonight. <laughs> I'm so glad that you didn't say anything in the beginning because I seriously, I was sweating bullets over here. So yeah, Jason. I mean, this is definitely like only my second call that I've been on, and the other one was like 30 people. So yeah. Well, you you brought them in tonight, so we had quite a few. I'm sure we had them from yeah. the union and your team and team go getters and. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that news to you at the start. wanted you to relax. But now that we're done, why not, right? Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brandy. I'll let you get back to your family and your kids. We appreciate it. I will put the recording up on the event page, too, if you want to share it as soon as it becomes available. All right. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks a lot. Everybody have a great night. Talk to you soon, Pop. Bye-bye, everyone.